Welcome to episode 7 of Rock and Road, the podcast. Cars, motorcycles and music. Please subscribe, rate and review. Well, this week I've got a review of the Monster Triumph Rocket 3R motorcycle. My special guest is Finley McCallan, Managing Director of Motorcycle Live. And I've got a classic album recommendation. But first, a quick history of the old days. Last week I told you about my Astra years. Now, after this time, I was able to go up a notch. I'd been earning money as a breakfast show presenter on Power FM. I then moved to drive time on the Eagle in Guildford, and I was living in Portsmouth, so I needed something nice for the commute every day up the A3. And I upgraded to another Vauxhall. This time, drumroll please, a Vauxhall Calibra. I felt like I owned a sports car. It was lower down, it had bucket seats, it was sporty looking, had a massive bonnet, it was luxurious and it came in a gorgeous blue. The downside to this more sporty Vauxhall was I managed to rack up nine points going up and down the A3 every day. Tut tut. You can see pictures of this car on Instagram right now at Rock and Road Pod. Now, talking of speed, I'm going to review a bike now that can go from 0 to 60 in 3 seconds. This is the biggest bike on the market. Its beefy, beast-like status with a big fat engine means it can only be the Triumph Rocket 3. Here we go. (laughs) When you first start up the bike, it actually says, Good morning, Leona. Obviously, Triumph programmed that in for me, but nice little touch. These bikes have been in production since 2004, but this one is the brand new edition for 2020. Huge, just doesn't cover it. This bike is enormous. I'm just pulling away from the Triumph dealer in the Vauxhall Arches, and I've just got to work out to get out of here. Is it going to go left here? Yes. my goodness this is unreal first few moments on the bike I'm riding through Vauxhall which is the most nightmarish junction it's not an easy way to start riding a brand new a rocket <laughs> lots of lane swapping buses lorries wing mirrors are excellent I've got really good vision behind me makes people want to look this is a seriously impressive looking motorbike scared to let the clutch out Ooh, it's so powerful it's untrue just give you a bit of information about the size of this engine before I talk about anything else the first car I ever got was a Ford Escort 1.3 car I'm driving now that BMW I reviewed a few weeks ago is a 1.8 this is bigger than them for something on two wheels it's just carrying me this has got a 2.5 litre engine That's bigger than most cars. Whoa. I'm only in first gear. Hold on, let's change up. Listen to that. Some workmen all just stopped what they were doing and looked at me. They literally stopped in their tracks. This is one of those bikes you have to look at if it goes past you. Especially when there's some woman on it talking. This is seriously fun. 
some guys shouting on the left. I actually feel a bit scared that they won't just like come over and just push me off the bike and ride off with it. I'm sitting on a bike that's worth just under £20,000. Come on, lights. Here we go. These tyres are so fat. Really gripping to the road. The seat is like an old-fashioned bicycle seat. You know, it's just moulded to my bum. <laughs> Actually feels very comfortable. I like it. Actually, it's less throaty than I thought and more of a sporty sound, but still absolutely love it. So let's have a look at some of the features on this bike, apart from its beautiful looks and this lovely heart-shaped petrol tank here, which is really wide. Yes, I have measured it. 16 inches wide. While we're talking about measurements, I've got to tell you the size of this rear tyre. This is 9 inches wide. It is vast. I've never seen such a fat rear tyre. Seat height came in at its lowest point, about 76 centimetres. But let's have a look at some of the dashboard features. Modern bikes now have an actual dashboard, and it's a digital dashboard. So it's got several modes. I'll just go through some of them. We have road, sport, rider, rain, and back to road again. The one called rider, you can set up to have your own personal features on. Rain, well, that takes a little bit of the power off the acceleration when it's raining, so you're less likely to slip. Road is normal and obviously sport gives it an even more powerful and faster pull away. Not that you'd want that because it is already so fast. As I mentioned before, this is a 2.5 litre engine, absolutely vast. Now on this dashboard, it's got the temperature, 10 degrees, double figures, I know, no need for the big coat. Um, it's 9.13 in the morning. It's even got the weather forecast. It's got a rain cloud here showing. It's got a picture of the road and it has a kind of mouse button here which you can use as a toggle and then press in to accept. One of the most fantastic features for lazy and incompetent riders like me is the self-cancelling indicators. Why can't all motorbikes have that? I hate remembering to turn the indicator off after I've turned. And it's even got cruise control. There are two different themes you can have on the digital dash as well. One called Kronos, which is a more modern version. It's got the rev counter and it's got the miles per hour in digital numbers and the other one is called quartz and that's a more of a traditional looking one one of the most attractive looking features on this bike are these rather gorgeous manifolds here the exhausts three in parallel lying next to each other like that look absolutely gorgeous but careful they get very hot my son Dexter jumped on burnt his little ankle on that I love all the branding and logos even on the pedal here all around rocket 3R triumph even on this bit of leather at the back of the seat. Now let's talk about the weight. This is 40 kilograms lighter than the previous model due to its aluminium frame, but I still can't manoeuvre it about. A bike this heavy needs a reverse gear just for parking, but I can't, I can't push this bike backwards without help. So I've had trouble getting this on and off the driveway at home. It's got a keyless ignition and I just feel like it needs a little clunk or a sound to notify you that you have in fact locked it or that you have in fact unlocked it. It said it's a visual green and red light and I've been finding it a bit difficult to be certain I've locked it. I'm pressing and holding it now. It flashed red but all the dashboard is still on. I'm going to press and hold it again and it's still on. 
Yeah, not actually sure how to turn the bike off at this point. If I had just under £20,000 that maybe I'd won on Absolute Radio where we was doing competitions, big cash giveaways, would I buy one of these? If it had a reverse gear, yes. Or if I had a driveway with a turning circle. <laughs> it's about the only downside. I should be really sad to see that bike go back to the dealers. I've loved it. Now, still to come on the podcast, a classic album recommendation. We will hear from those boys, Harley and Dexter. But first of all, a very special guest. Please welcome to the podcast, Finley McCallan, Managing Director of Motorcycle Live. Hi, Finley. Hi, Leona. How are you doing? Yes, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, busy, but good. I can imagine. Now, normally, Motorcycle Live is underway this week at the NEC. Yeah. Slightly different this year. What's happening? Uh, well, due to the uh, the current restrictions of the pandemic, we couldn't run the show. Um, but we felt, you know, people still want to get their motorcycling fixed. So we decided that we we're going to take the show online and deliver all the new products, the info, the chat, the interviews and everything else directly into their inbox. So it's a virtual motorcycle live this year? Yeah, kind of. I, I wanted to avoid virtual because everyone seems to do that roll of the eyes when they hear that word because I've never really seen a virtual one work that well. So we decided to keep it online, so pre, pre-record everything so that people can go in and have a look when they want all the information from start to the finish will be there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So they can dip in and out as and when they please. But is it interactive? Can people get involved and speak to anyone? Yeah, you can get involved. I mean, that's I guess yeah, that's the beauty of technology now, isn't it? I'm working from home, you're working from home, but we're able to engage with everybody right the way across the globe. So if you use Twitter or you use Facebook or you use Instagram or anything like that, you can engage with us, you can engage with all our exhibitors, and you can ask questions, you can fire in and out. But essentially, the interviews are all pre-recorded and in the can. The reason for that is I just don't want any of the stuttering and bits and pieces that technology can sometimes. Yes, and just as you said that, your microphone is stuttering and I and you managed to drop out <laughs> that bit. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, now, are there any deals to be had this week? Absolutely tons of them. Uh, we have got competitions, we've got deals of the day. I mean, we've got 120 exhibitors and from those 120 exhibitors, we've already collected 74 competitions and discount codes. Like, so today on Tuesday, there's a, a discount on a, an RST airbag. There's hundreds of pounds off crash helmets. We've got deals on sat-navs. We've got deals on virtually everything you could possibly imagine to do with motorcycles. So it's st- already started, and when does it run until? Uh, we run through to uh, Sunday the 29th. Okay, so the end of this weekend. Um, yeah. So people can get involved by signing up on the website, can they? Yeah, if you go along to motorcyclelive.co.uk, you can subscribe. And what what that means, if you subscribe, is you, you don't have to go looking for it. We'll deliver you a, an email every single morning at nine o'clock that'll detail what's going on that day and what you can expect to be. And of course, your deal of the day and then through to the news that day. Because each day has got a different theme. Each day's got a different theme. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, on Tuesday today, what's the theme? Uh, today's theme is Future Day. Yeah, so basically everybody knows that electric's coming. So what we're trying to do now is just focus on this part of the industry and look at the, the new bikes and the new products that are out there. So we've got a vlogger and blogger that's actually tested electric bikes, their feedback as to what it's like and what it's like to, to use and to ride it. And then we're going to see a launch of a new electric bike today. And it's not just about the bikes as well, because there's a lot of new future products out there. It sounds brilliant. So you've really sort of made the best of the situation. I bet you can't wait to do it in real life next year, though. 
Yeah, I mean, it's always very difficult. We thought we had to do something. It would have been, it would have been daft to let the time go by without delivering stuff to, to all our followers out there. But yeah, next year, that's really one. So if you want to get involved, sign up on the website and please remind us of the website address. It's uh, motorcyclelive.co.uk. Brilliant. Thank you, Finlay. Thank you, Leona. Now, my classic album recommendation this week is from an artist called Tommy Bolin. Now, he was in Deep Purple for a while, and before that he was in the James Gang. He had a very funky way of playing the guitar, and I really loved the Deep Purple album that he was on called Come Taste the Band. But I wanted to listen to this solo album that he did. It came out in the same year, 1975. The album is called Teaser, and if you like a bit of funky rock, this is for you. Really good, strong opening track called The Grind. Session musicians on this album include Phil Collins, by the way. Second track is fully instrumental. It's called Homeward Strut. And this is absolutely as funky as if you want to have a strut around the house, stick this on. It is so cool. Although strutting around the house, not cool. But no one needs to see you. Also, by the way, if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you listen to the one called Ultimate Teaser and the album sleeve is in black and white with blue. Not the red one called Teaser Deluxe. That one sounded really dodgy, not even sure if it was him on vocals. Now, the ultimate song on this album, if you want to combine jazz, rock and soul, it's Savannah Woman. What a song. That is the best one on the album. Needs to be listened to at full volume. There's a track called Marching Powder as well. Hmm, wonder what that was all about. And then another stunning song, Wild Dogs. Those are the highlights on the album. Please do have a listen. The tragedy about this guy, Tommy Bolin, is this. He died from an overdose of heroin and other substances, including alcohol and cocaine, when he was just 25 years old in 1976. But that is my classic album recommendation this week. Tommy Bolin, teaser. Holly, did you know that this guy was in Deep Purple? No. No. I, I did tell you earlier. Were you listening? Well, I mean, why would I want to listen to you? Did you notice the music I was playing there? What did you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was, like, really uh, funky, like, um, especially in, like, one of the songs you played. Like, it just suddenly went really, like, cool. It went really groovy and funky, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you noticed. Uh, now, have you got uh, Harley's lockdown life philosophy this week or anything interesting to tell us at all? Uh, well, it's not exactly a philosophy, but, you know, I mean, it's always common knowledge. What's common knowledge? This. Hey, Google, what's one quintillion to the tenth power? The answer is one oh 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 oh
Uh, you're welcome. So, fans, just give me at least 1,000 uh, comments or tweets that you want my autograph and I will give it to you in black and white and I'll sign it. Okay. Um, I don't think I should tell you this, but somebody came around the other day, um, one of Rachel's friend's mums, and said, oh, I've been listening to your podcast. I've got no interest in motorbikes or cars. I just listened for the bit with Harley at the end. See, see, you know, people love me. It's kind of obvious. And that's enough of you for one week. Off you go. All right. Um, listen, fans, give me a little tweet and I'll kick her off and I'll be the main event here. All right. She'll just be like, sideshow Bob. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, a lot of the tweets mention both Harley and Dexter. Dexter's the younger one, and uh, we'll hear a little bit from him before the end of the show. In fact, he's going to play us out tonight. But as always, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, please rate and comment, and Rock and Road Pod returns for episode eight with a car worth £108,000. This is immense. It's a Jaguar F-Type R. Now, the last time Jaguar lent me a car, it got all smashed up. Why they decided to lend me one that costs three times the price of the last one, I don't know. But they have. I'll tell you all about it next week. Hey, Dexter, what do you think of the motorbike outside, the one I brought home the other day? Horrible, because you burn my foot. <laughs> I didn't burn your foot. Um, you jumped on without asking, and your little bare ankle touched the exhaust pipes, didn't they? Yes. Apart from that, what do you think of the motorbike? Nothing. Do you think it looks nice? No. So you just don't like it now ever since that incident? I hate it. Okay. Now, uh, what are you doing in the studio? I'm trying to do some work in here and you've got your Nerf gun. You've been sitting under the desk. What's going on? I just like sitting under there. You have a proof coat. A bulletproof coat? Yes. That's my biker jacket. It is rock hard and it is Nerf gun proof, I must admit. I wish I could have a bulletproof coat where I can shoot... Oh, that sounded painful. Was it painful? No. Oh, you're just tough, aren't you? Now, Dexter, I want you to tell me about your bass lessons. What have you been learning? Uh, rainbow. Since you've been gone? Yeah. I'd like you to play us out on the show today. Well, for 30 minutes. What do you mean for 30 minutes? For five minutes, then. I'm going to play the guitar for five minutes and that's 300 seconds. Is it 300 seconds? Mm-hmm. How long is school? Oh, six hours and 20 minutes, and when I have dance, it's six hours and 50 minutes. And how many days in the week of school? One, two, three, four, five for school, and then I have two days of freedom. Two and days I... of freedom? Yeah. What do you do with that freedom? You make me do all the homework, and I do all my all my chores, everything. Not oh, you poor fun. boy. And is there no fun to be had at all? Yes. What else do we do? Nothing. We don't do anything? Where's the nearest violin? Violin? Yeah. It's a, it's a recorder. Oh, right. Go and get your recorder then. <gasps> well, all right, we'll play out with the bass. Here's Dexter playing us out. So there we go, Dexter playing us out there with Rainbow Since You've Been Gone. Now, if you have any questions about the next episode, which is going to feature a Jaguar F-Type R, let me know right now. Tweet me, message me on Instagram, whatever you prefer, at Rock and Road Pod. Full photographs and video footage will be available from this episode on Instagram and also the video version of this podcast, which is on my YouTube channel, which you will find if you search Leona Graham YouTube Rock and Road Pod. 
Thank you to The Rocking Tech for putting that together and Wilkie Waves on Twitter for doing the edit. Catch you next time.